Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, we'll be discussing how to develop a sexual identity. Throughout my podcast, I talk a lot about sexual identity, and I wanted to do an episode to talk about what I mean by that and how to develop a sexual identity if you struggle with that. So to begin, the definition of sexual identity, this is according to Google, is how one thinks of oneself in terms of to whom one is romantically or sexually attracted to. A sexual identity may also refer to sexual identity uh, orientation identity, which is when people identify or disidentify with a sexual orientation or choose not to de- identify with a sexual orientation at all. So according to Cynthia a Tellingator, MD, she says that sexual identity development is a complex, multi-dimensional, and often fluid process. One must consider cognitive, social, emotional, cultural, and familial complexities, among other aspects of the individual's experience to contextualize a narrative concerning sexual identity development. So just an important concept there. It is very complex. There's a lot of nuances, a lot of reasons why a person would struggle with creating and developing a healthy sexual identity. I wanted to go through some of the specific reasons of why a person in general struggles to develop a sexual identity. First of all, the lack of safety early on and as a result, the inability to explore oneself, one's body, one's emotions, and what one's emotions and uh, what one's own energy is telling them. So the inability to do so, uh, perhaps parents were neglectful or they were abusive or as a narcissistic family, that family dynamic where you couldn't feel safe to be yourself. That would be one reason. The lack of uh, contact with the opposite sex or the same sex if one is homosexual. Uh, again, just the inability to explore how one shows up uh, as a sexual person. Uh, parents who rejected their own sexual self, their own sexual identity, maybe they had their own sexual shame, their own struggles, their own issues, and as a result, they lack the ability to be healthy sexual role models for you, and as a result, you will struggle to understand how to show up again to the world uh, as a sexual person. Uh, sexual shame, if you struggle with sexual shame, then again, you're not going to want to explore your sexuality because it's going to awaken that sexual shame. Wounds of childhood and fear of intimacy, or you know, otherwise known as fear of being vulnerable or being present, when that's the case, You'll have a difficult time again exploring. It's about understanding that you have an identity. It just needs to be nourished, explored. And when you have wounds, when you have fear of intimacy, and you're running away from yourself, you're avoiding yourself because of the pain that'll show up. Then again, you will not have a, a, an easy time developing that sexual identity. Uh, next, shameful attitudes about sex, about sexuality, about feeling or being sexy. Family of origins that have these these dynamics of hush hush tones regarding sex, or just the just not talking about it, or just not allowing people to uh, entertain it. Which, by the way, it's a healthy drive. So when you don't do that, you're actually smothering a very vital and powerful life force. Uh, if perhaps if you're focused on poor body image or personal uh, flaws, finding reasons why you're not lovable or not good enough. Uh, again, I believe this stems from sexual shame. Another reason why it's hard to develop a healthy self-image when it comes to a sexual identity. And finally, if you're avoiding yourself, rejecting yourself, criticizing or judging yourself, it'll be very hard to be at peace with yourself and allow that sexual self to nourish. Uh, Without a sexual identity, it's hard to see oneself as a sexual person. It'll be very difficult to connect romantically in a way that is uh, deeply connecting in a sexual, intimate way. If you struggle with uh, with uh, 
with this, you'll have a difficult time being intimate because ultimately you have a hard time being vulnerable because you're not going to want to or feel confident or comfortable expressing this uh, sexual self. And as a result, there'll be a lack of fulfillment in relationships. So needless to say, it's extremely important to develop a sexual identity and a healthy one that is. So I want to go through some tips on how to develop a sexual identity. Now, this is this is my insights. This is what I've understood based on my experiences. You know, I was raised in a narcissistic home. We did not talk about sex. Sex was literally uh, I didn't know what sex was until 14, which is, uh, to me, extremely abusive and highly disturbing. Uh, and as a result, the ways I found out about sex were through friends, through porn, through just avenues that were extremely uh, just unhealthy and, and, and really distorted the beauty of, of, of just sex in general and, and just understanding what its role is. So these are some of the tips that I've come up with that have helped me, and I'm going to express them, and I hope that they resonate with you, and if they do, great. Uh, firstly is masturbation. Now, there's so much taboo about masturbation, the shame that comes around. A lot of religions have constrictions about it, but the way I see it is how to develop and nurture your sexual self is to explore yourself, and usually this is first by yourself. So understanding who you are, how, how your body makes you feel, uh, understand certain things that are done that make you feel good or bad, and just understand it. So you can ultimately feel safe within your body as you experience this uh, sort of this energy uh, coming through you. So that's the first tip. It's important to see yourself as sexy or as a sexual being. Uh, now this can be done, uh, you know, for fear of sounding narcissistic. This can be done through looking at yourself in a sexy way, maybe looking at yourself without your clothing on, uh, taking sexy pictures of yourself. Now this can very easily turn into narcissism and an addiction of maybe a sexual compulsion or a self-obsession. But like anything. In a healthy dose, it is something that can be very beneficial. So uh, we just wanna we wanna make sure that it doesn't turn into a compulsion. Uh, but again, if you have wounds of childhood and if you have shame, then anything can be turned into addiction. So obviously, in moderation, it's important to explore yourself with a healthy partner who has a sexual I'm sorry a healthy sexual identity. Uh, this can be hard because if you do not have anybody in your life that can be this want this person for you, uh, maybe a coach or a therapist or just a friend, try to seek out people who seem to be very comfortable in their bodies and just accept their own sexuality. They can mirror back to you and help you develop that sexual self. Uh, it's important to heal intimacy wounds, sexual wounds, childhood wounds, abandonment wounds. These wounds usually come up along with it a ton of shame. So by letting go of that shame and creating a safe space within yourself to develop this sexual identity so you can explore will be uh, incredibly healing and allow you to, again, develop and nurture that self, which I believe is already there. It just needs to be uncovered and allowed to flow through you. It is important to accept yourself unconditionally, no matter what you look like, no matter what you feel like, accept yourself, work to love yourself, allow for feelings of lust or desire, uh, for sex, for the opposite sex, uh, for sex in general, to flow through you. Again, this is a natural, creative, powerful force. It is not something that you create. It is something that you allow that's already coming through you to be. Uh, when this is the case, you are free to express that in any different, many different ways. Uh, sex is just one of those ways. Um, you know, parents uh, who do not allow their children to express their feelings are usually going to feel smothered, and as a result, there's usually going to be a smothering of that sexual energy. So it's important to work through, like I mentioned, those wounds of childhood, specifically the smothering wound. Uh, it's important to accept your feelings as they come up without judgment. You know, don't do to yourself what was done to you early on. Don't smother your feelings for fear uh, of judgment or fear of how you you'll, you'll feel. You know, face those fears. Uh, break that intergenerational curse. If you were smothered, accept your feelings, which I believe is the way to do that. 
it's important to be patient and non-judgmental with yourself. This process can be very painful, uh, excruciatingly painful. Uh, allow yourself the grace, the patience, the compassion to not judge yourself as you go through this pain. Uh, and finally, be mindful to not let it become an addiction or a sexual obsession. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, when you're developing a sexual identity, uh, especially if you've been repressed for so long, it's hard to channel this energy in a healthy way. So it's important to uh, allow the energy to come through at a rate that you're comfortable with. Uh, slowly but surely, you'll integrate this energy into your life. You'll be much more youthful, present. Uh, you'll much, be much more playful. And uh, ultimately, you'll be much more present, which I believe is the, is the recipe to have a, a really creative, fun, spontaneous, and enjoying, uh, joyful life. The way I see it is we are sexual beings. And I think uh, Freud built his entire... Uh, Sigmund Freud built his entire uh, career off just identifying how incredibly powerful sex is in every developmental stage. So if you didn't have the ability to do that because you could not explore yourself, it's not too late to do that later on in life. It is so important. I see sexually uh, powerful energy, you know, creative energy, not just for procreation. Again, this is my opinion. I think people would disagree, but I see it as uh, something that allows us to connect and not just for sex, but ultimately uh, as, as people. So it's important to you know, get control of this energy and, and understand what it is and how it's playing a role in your life. You know, if it's not being used in a productive way, in a healthy way, it's usually destructive. Uh, and I believe it's a matter of mental health. So it's important for your mental health, for your relational health, for your uh, career, for everything. It really is dependent on the way you are able to navigate this sexual uh, energy. I don't see it as something that's extracurricular. Uh, it's so important to own it. You know, own the fact that you have this energy. It's not something to be embarrassed about. Your body is not something that to be disgusted by, but something to be proud of and, ha and develop a relationship with yourself and with sex that is not self-rejecting or criticizing, but rather accepting unconditionally uh, and, and unconditionally loving. You know, when this is the case, uh, we are in a much more comfortable you know, we're much more comfortable in our body, and then we're in a much better position to share that body with other people who are also self-accepting and can ex uh, receive the energy that you put out, uh, one where you really share your core with the world. And with this, with this uh, sharing, uh, it really leads to deep fulfillment and happiness and joy and human connection. So if this is a struggle for you, you're one of many. So please understand that even though you might feel alone, you are certainly not. So many people struggle with this, uh, sort of what to do with their sexual identity, how to develop one, how to accept one that's kind of coming through specifically in adolescence uh, in puberty. And ultimately, if that doesn't happen, then it's, it's going to affect the rest of your life. So it's important to, even if it is later on in life, you know, 30, 40, 50, even like 80, you know, late, later on in life, it's important to develop this identity so you can channel this energy that is always uh, coursing through us and, and use it to create uh, a, a healthy sense of self and uh, infuse pa passion and joy and creativity into your life. So if this is a struggle for you, I'd love to help you out on your healing journey to develop a healthy sexual identity. Uh, you can reach me my email. It's info at yitzepstein.com. My phone number is 818-210-6049. I want to thank you so, so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.